At MasterCard, we believe that women-owned small businesses are uniquely inspiring. They're pillars of the community and have a measurable impact on the people within them. It's their secret sauce. We are deeply committed to helping address the daily challenges of all Canadian small businesses by putting our technology, cybersecurity solutions, digital resources, and partnerships to work for you every day. Discover them today at mastercard.ca forward slash small business. MasterCard, start something priceless. At Scotiabank, we know how important thriving businesses are for the strength of our economy. Our team of experienced advisors across the country can provide you with tailored advice, leading products, and valuable resources to help achieve all your financial goals. We're here for every future. Let's get started today. Visit us at scotiabank.com slash smallbusiness. Entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, welcome to a very special episode of the Startup Canada podcast. For the first time, we've left our studios and gone live with taped interviews from the entrepreneurs we met in Brampton, Ontario at the final stop of the 2023 Startup Canada tour. These clips were all recorded live at the Rose Theatre in Brampton on October 26th. The Startup Canada Tour is a national in-person event series with a mission to connect early stage entrepreneurs and ecosystem partners to drive their businesses forward. In 2023, the Startup Canada team visited Whitehorse, Halifax, Vancouver and Calgary, and we ended the series in Brampton. A who's who of entrepreneurs showed up from across Ontario and all over the country, and I'm excited to share our conversations with you today. The Rose Theatre was bustling with entrepreneurial energies, while the main stage featured keynotes and panels all about the power of innovation, funding strategies for early stage startups, and conversations with trailblazing women entrepreneurs. We spoke with the entrepreneurs who were pitching for their chance to be Brampton's finalist for the Startup Canada Pitch Competition. The prize, $3,000 for their business and a chance to compete in the final round of the pitch competition with the finalists from Whitehorse, Halifax, Vancouver, and Calgary for the big money. For me, this event was very special because there have been so few live events in the past few years. We've gotten used to virtual events and we get a lot out of them, but there's nothing like seeing people up close and personal face-to-face and getting into the sort of conversations, the free-flowing conversations that only come from being live. So I hope you have a chance to get to a future startup uh, tour event or to get out and meet other entrepreneurs in any other uh, venues and events that are held around your communities because that's where the value lies, is meeting up, uh, exchanging names, talking about mutual problems, talking about mutual solutions, and connecting with each other and sharing the passion. Here's a taste of how some entrepreneurs felt after their pitches in Brampton. We saw Benjamin and Kyla sitting outside the pitch area and we asked to chat. And here's how they were feeling. This is Rick Spence of the Startup Canada podcast. We're here at the Rose Theatre in Brampton. We were here with Kyla Alsbury-Neely. Did I get that right? You sure did. And Benjamin and their partners in business and in life. And they're here, they've just pitched at the Startup Canada Brampton Tour. Um, tell, me, tell us a little bit about your business and what you were pitching for. Yeah, so uh, our company is called Silico Labs and uh, it grew out of my PhD research where I do uh, cognitive neuroscience research. 
Sorry, I'm so- what, what, who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look, I, get, I put people into, you know, simulated environments and I see what their brain does, essentially. Wow. Um, but the problem with that was that it's really hard to create those simulated environments. And so um, as I was doing my own research, I started creating tools that made it easier for researchers to create those simulated environments. And as I created those tools, other people at the University of Toronto kind of caught on and started using those tools to design their own simulated experiences. And uh, you were pitching this morning to one of our our two judge panels. What were you pitching for and how did it go? We were pitching for a prize of $3,000. So fingers crossed that would be very helpful to invest in some more tech for our company. Um, And it went really well. I always get a little bit nervous leading up to a pitch, but once I'm in the swing of it, it goes really well. Um, I like to do the pitch part personally, and then we hand it off to Benjamin for the questions because he's a question pro. He loves to talk, as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) We also ran into Dawid, founder of OnStreet, an app that helps drivers find street parking and avoid parking tickets. Clearly one of my favorite entrepreneurs. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Dawood Abdusalam, and I'm the founder of On Street Inc. So we developed an app called Street App. So it helps people find free street parking in busy cities like Brampton, Minnesota, Toronto, Ottawa, everywhere in Canada. And we also find some of the U.S. as well. So tell us how you think the pitch went. Tell us about uh, the... You, you had two people uh, as your judging panel, so tell us a little bit about what the uh, what they thought about it. But tell us how how, how you think the pitch went first. Okay, um, I think the pitch went well. the the the, uh, the pattern was not something I'm used to. Like two people each each, but it's but I can also appreciate the reason behind that because there are a lot of people number one, and also uh, it's more up close and personal. Did you get yeah. any good feedback from the judges? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I did get feedback concerning my startup name um, in terms of how easy it is for people to remember and also pronounce. So it's something I've also thought about as well. So it's something we'll definitely be working on. We hope you do great. What do you think is the secret to an effective pitch in in, in a competition like this? Um, secret. Being a good um, communicator. Number one, like you can't do that without being a good communicator. Thank you, David. Best of luck. We also ran into five young founders from Montreal who've all been friends since elementary school, and they're now building a business called Mon Gym. Terry Michaud is the co-founder. Uh, are you guys all co-founders? We have five co-founders with us, so this is, this is spectacular. But you were strutting when you came back to the group. You think it went well. Yes, I did. Yeah, um, I had a little hiccup on the first sentence, but after that, I just really rolled with it. And the questions, I pretty much knew what they were going to ask, so uh, everything went according to plan. Everyone's wondering what questions judges like these will ask. Do you remember any of them? Uh, Yeah, there were three big ones. Uh, First one was, how would we um, differentiate ourselves from the competition? What is the competition like in Quebec? And what is our plan to go global? So I guess they want to know if our business model is made to scale up and be big. I understand you're all more or less 22 years old, Vandu, and uh, you've been friends since childhood. Yeah. So let's meet the rest of the team. Hi, uh, I'm Arnold. I'm uh, 22 years old and uh, I'm the salesman of the team. My name is Raphael. I'm in charge of the market. All right, I'm Oliver. And uh, as uh, young entrepreneurs, 
uh, we don't have a lot of money for the moment so i'm the i'm the finance guy so uh, i'm trying to get us uh, some money to uh, to start our business so uh, that's part of my job and that's also why we're here uh, today hi everyone i'm carl uh, also 22 years old uh, also co-founder i'm in charge of all the marketing so uh, our presence on the uh, social networks everything related to marketing go follow mojim yeah on the social <laughs> networks incredible group dynamics it was really special to see the finalists from across Canada get together in Brampton. We ran into finalist Cheryl from Yukon and Rashmi from Halifax. We're the Yukon's first uh, commercial flour mill. We uh, have oats and wheat and barley, and locally it's grown. locally grown in the Yukon. And uh, we make it into baking mixes and flours, and uh, we're feeding the north. And, and how cool is that? <laughs> well, I have to say it's very cool. Uh, it's super exciting to be able to share it all with the rest of the, the country as well. Uh, that, that's amazing. I love the way entrepreneurs make their communities better. Rashmi? Hello. So yeah, so I am the CEO of Aruna Revolution. We make compostable menstrual pads that are better for the body and the planet. Um, our pads are made out of natural fibers that are extracted from food and crop waste um, using our proprietary technology to safely and sustainably extract the fibers and turn them into menstrual pads here in Canada. Fabulous. I'm curious what you guys think it takes to win a regional pitch competition? Is it having a good story? Is it preparation? Is it eye contact with the audience? What do you think uh, the scoop is, Rashmi? Um, I would say perhaps the most important thing is knowing and understanding and really believing in the problem and the solution. Um, because when you feel the problem and you know it's very personal then everything else kind of comes naturally the communication of the problem the passion associated with it the, prop, the, the solution you've come up with and when you're able to communicate that and help other people understand it I, I feel like that's what makes you a successful entrepreneur. Cheryl what do you think is the secret sauce of winning a pitch competition? Well I think it starts with an excellent product that you really believe in and having a strong team behind you that it helps you bring that to the public. This is in the morning in, in, in Brampton that we're recording this. Later this afternoon, you guys will be pitching on stage against the best from across Canada. How does that make you feel? Well, coming from the tiny uh, territory of Yukon, it's pretty intimidating. There are a lot of really great pitches and great products and you know, just proud to be here competing with them. I already feel successful in that I'm sharing a stage with these incredible companies. So that's it's a win to me already. Um, the fact that I get to go talk about menstrual health, talk about the importance of it on a stage where there is four to five hundred people listening to me is a win to me. Um, beyond that, I'm 
I've obviously practiced and I have a fantastic team backing me, but I, I don't know. I, I think that the, it's, it's really high competition. Um, there's a lot of fantastic companies. So all I can do is try my best. <laughs> what do you need? What does your organization need to be even more successful than it is now? Cheryl, we'll start with you. Well, our focus uh, moving forward and why we're pitching is uh, inside sales and, uh, and really spreading the word across Canada about our product uh, to be able to feed more than just the Yukon. So it's that scaling up and getting ready to export even to the United States uh, because Alaska is right next door to us and is actually closer than the rest of the, of the country. So, um, so in a nutshell, export and, um, and sales. And, and Rashmi, what are you pitching for? What's, what, what does your company need to hit the next step? So we are pitching to start a menstrual health revolution. Um, but to get to the next steps, what we need are people that are talking about menstrual health, destigmatizing it, and learning about menstrual products and the harm that they currently cause to the people on the planet, um, and learning how we're better, and being open to trying our product, and reaching out and signing up on our website for our wait list. Um, we would love that. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Good luck to both of you. I'm glad I'm not a judge in this competition. What struck me about all the pitchers is their love of the game. Um, they all pitch their businesses for a living. They want to be understood. They want to be heard. And they found creative ways to tell their stories. And they do it with a smile on their face. And I think there's lessons there for every entrepreneur because we're pitching our businesses every day to so many people from different uh, uh, walks of life, from, from different positions and ability to help us. And uh, we've got to get good at it, and we've got to enjoy doing it. And it's fun to see these masters at work. The Start of Canada Tour included a session called Ask the Experts going on throughout the day, an opportunity for founders to sit in with, ex with experts in funding, operations, HR, and marketing. We were lucky to sit down with Kamisha Walters, founder and CEO of Oasis Integrated Communications. Well, I'm Kamisha Walters, the founder and CEO of Oasis Integrated Communications, which is a strategic communications firm, and I help my clients to find their paradise. I just want us to talk a little bit about some of the people we, we, we spoke with over the past hour here at uh, the Startup Canada Tour in Brampton. Today has been great. Uh, this is actually my third Startup Canada stop for this year. I was in Calgary and Halifax and now in Brampton. And what I found is that there's a, a mixture of uh, the, the types of businesses that are coming in. So there are a lot of people who are at the idea stages. They're, they have this idea, they think it's great, they want to do something, they want to make a meaningful difference. There are some of them who have had the business for a few years, and then uh, there are others who are a little bit more established. They, they have a stronger background because they've been doing this thing for so long, and they, you know, they just want to see how they can make it work for them as a solopreneur as a, or as an entrepreneur. I've also found that there are different types of industries. So you just mentioned somebody from Colombia. Um, I've spoken with somebody in architecture this morning. Somebody who wants to do something for newcomers. I've spoken to another person. She's in client retention. I've spoken to others who are in um, marketing as well and want to figure out, okay, what's a good route that I can go? So it, there are different types of people here. And what I love about what Startup Canada has done is that the group is diverse. <laughs> That's amazing. And then there's so much variety in terms of the people who are looking at being a part of this economic 
situation in Canada to drive change and to employ people and to make a meaningful difference. Um, I had another interesting uh, encounter where uh, a person was saying, I'm trying to get a hold of the right journalists who could help promote my product. And I had to tell them, A, they don't, they're not to promote your product. They're there to tell a story to their audience. And if you don't use their language, you're not going to get along with them very well. So, so, so you know, mirroring uh, the, their, their vocabulary is an important start. And the person said that they had tried emailing a few reporters, but the emails for some reasons didn't go through. And when I asked if they'd considered calling them, you know, it was like a light bulb went off in their head. And so it, it's, it's really important, again, that uh, we don't get stuck on one idea, that we say, okay, if that didn't work, what's another way to do it? And, and, and you know, even if it means uh, calling and dealing with an electronic switchboard to get a hold of the right reporter. But again, what I tried to suggest to her was that she have all her ducks in a row and make sure she knows precisely what her story is and why it should interest the readers of that newspaper or the listeners to that radio station, because that's the, the message. If you can't amuse and entertain and shock and inform that audience, then you don't, you don't have your story figured out yet. And that goes back to what we said from the beginning. You just got to keep working on the story. So it's been quite busy here today in the Ask the Expert Lounge because I think so many people want to get real practical advice that they can take back and implement in their business. Uh, so today I've had people ask me about uh, media relations or media coverage, which is pretty much what you talked about. And actually for me, that's something that's super exciting to discuss because I started my career as a journalist. So as a journalist, I was the one who came up with the story ideas. I went out to interview people. I brought these stories back to my editor. You know, I wrote them and so on. So I know what brings news value. And it's something that I come in to every client discussion with. Uh, and in, 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 the, in the conversation today, I've asked people to remember two things. One, we're in 2023. We're almost in 2024. So you have to think strategic communications or integrated communications which is also part of my business name as Oasis Integrated Communications. You have to look at different channels and different ways of presenting your messaging in a way that's appealing. So I discussed with them the PESO model. That's paid media, earned media, which is what we're discussing now, shared media and owned media. On the earned media side, to get the attention of a journalist, is not to promote you. That's not their job. Their job is to tell a story about product, service, people that is making a meaningful difference in the world. And how do you get that presented to them? You have to make it timely. It has to be timely. It has to be relevant. It has to have some newsworthiness to it and something that brings the story to life in a way that the journalist will want to write about it, to give you that credibility, right? And you have to be, you have to find that space where you get the nuance, where you get to extract the positive aspects of your brand or your product or your service or you as an individual so that the journalist can be interested in covering it. And it sounds, <laughs> I see you nodding your head, uh, it, it sounds like something that might be a lot difficult or you, you, know, you might start to think about how does this work. But that's where public relations comes in. That's where a marketing communications professional can help you to extract the power of your story. Because if not, then it gets lost somewhere in the rubble. You know, it get, goes to the spam folder. It doesn't come across as that appealing. 
So working with somebody like me at Oasis Integrated Communications, we help to present that in a powerful way that gets you the eyes that you need and the coverage that you need. So it can be featured on Toronto, CBC News, it can be featured in The Star, it can be featured on Global Mail, and that's where you get phenomenal returns and investment for your business. That's exactly right, Kibisha. Uh, we're on the, the same wavelength for sure. Thank you so much for being here, participating with Startup Canada and all of the, in, in so many of these tour events, and we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you so much. Okay. Clearly, it's everyone's job to help their clients find their paradise. Around midday, I held court as a marketing and strategy advisor in the Ask the Expert Lounge. There were maybe half a dozen experts, and there was a constant buzz of entrepreneurs hanging around our tables and you know, jumping in when a, when a seat became available. One thing that struck me about the group of people that I met was the ambitions of these entrepreneurs. Several of them really wanted to jump into the deep end of the pool all at once and take on the largest market segment they could find. And I had two pieces of advice, two pieces of advice for, for, for those entrepreneurs. First of all, find the most enticing micro slice of that market and start from there. Because that's how you leverage your scarce capital and your scarce marketing resources. Find the best possible market and expand from there as you gain experience, as you gain reputation. And also, don't look at the existing industry players simply as competition. They were all out to beat the competition. And I asked them to consider that some of them could be potential partners. Figure out how you can work with the big guys in your industry, how you can help them patch some holes in their network or their infrastructure. Working with them instead of against them, helping shore up their weaknesses and building your reputation as their trusted partner. Relationships are everything in business and new opportunities will result. And the best people to sell to are always the people who know us best. After lunch, it was time to reveal the Brampton finalist of the Startup Canada Pitch Competition. We took our microphone and talked to Liza to see how she was feeling at this great moment. Lisa Akladziani of Chexi Incorporated in Toronto. Lisa, you've just found out that you have won the Ontario stage. There's a $3,000 prize and you're about to compete with the best in Canada. How do you feel? Well, very excited, a little bit nervous, obviously. Now having won Ontario, I feel like I have to represent the province and win the rest of the thing. But uh, definitely incredibly excited. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of incredible pitches, so it's gonna be a tough competition. Tell us a little bit about Chexi. You, you, I think you can explain it better than I can. Um, so we're the first renter-focused payments platform that allows them to earn rewards on their rent, build credit with rent, and just easily pay online. And most importantly, we don't require your landlord to sign up because we know they're old school. So you pay us, we settle with them, and you get a better way of paying rent, and they don't have to do anything. And this is a, at least a two-sided marketplace. Apparently, there are benefits for both tenants and landlords. Yeah, so we're currently working uh, with a couple of landlords on our pilot to also enable them to be able to see payments and reconcile their payments way easier. 
our focus is primarily remains on the tenant, but we've had a lot of interest from landlords, so we're trying to build the second side of it as well. And you have like revenue, you're an operating company today. That's right, yeah. So we serve over 5,500 tenants across Canada, process over $3 million in rent volume every single month. And um, we're venture-backed. We've raised a pre-seed round in March of $1.3 with a U.S. fintech investor. And what do you think is the key to winning the Ontario portion of this pitch competition? What do you think puts you over the top? I think um, I'm very passionate about our business and delivering value to a lot of renters. Uh, I think that comes through in my pitch. And I think it's just very topical right now. Rent is expensive. Um, it doesn't help your financial future. Many more people are renting and renting for longer. And I do think it's just a growing market and a huge opportunity that is a bit of a white space. And can you share with us, what do you think is the high point of your pitch? Um, I think the high point is saying that, you know, since March, we've grown to serve over 5,500 renters across Canada. So people really do care about this. And now um, we're just waiting, can wait to deliver more value to more renters across the globe. Brampton saw more than 100 pitches throughout the morning, and I can't imagine what it was like to narrow down the finalists. We were lucky to speak to some of the judges and hear their perspectives. This is how they felt. We've just uh, picked a winner of the Ontario level of the Global Pitch Competition. I'm standing here with the three judges, Pam Banks of the Altitude Accelerator, Eric Ajamang, Maple Bridge Ventures, and Colin Weston, who's with Foresight Canada's Build Next program and a longtime volunteer with Startup Canada. You guys have sat through uh, the, the, the second round of uh, uh, of. of of finalists, you picked a winner, which was Chexy, and we just talked to Lisa, and she's thrilled. Tell us a little bit, first of all, about just the experience of meeting these entrepreneurs and being in the Startup Canada Tour in Brampton today. Pam, we'll start with you. Rick, it's amazing to be a part of this process. I think the thing that resonates me about most is the passion of these founders. All of them had excellent presentations, and I applaud all of them for making it to this round. I think the thing that was really the differentiator for Chexy is that she really had down pat what her business model was. So it was very clear for her to articulate who her customers were and how she was going to make money. For me, uh, really, it was the community that I think, you know, Startup Canada has been able to develop around these early stage founders. Uh, because as we all know, this stage is probably the hardest. Uh, to be able to get your ideas off the ground, you do need this uh, community that has gone through. Uh, and, you know, every single one that we've encountered have had an incredible and inspiring journey up to this point. Uh, which even for us, even from uh, from an investor standpoint, you know, hear those stories and you're not just listening to just a business idea, but you actually get to see the people behind those ideas. And kudos to Startup Canada, you know, bringing all these talents together. I think it's an indication of, you know, the health of Canada's startup ecosystem. You know, when you have players like Startup Canada pulling all these people together, it's, it's really encouraging to see the future of our startup uh, ecosystem. One of the key things I, I tried to impress upon them, because I've been involved in pitch competitions for, for many years, is this notion of putting your best foot forward. What what milestone, all what, however small that is, have you achieved in the last while? And make sure you get that up really first and foremost so that you're celebrating that. Uh, so we know that you have traction, you have momentum, even if it's we just have five new users on our platform or we've increased, you know, we have three new pilot programs. It doesn't have to be a million. And just impressing upon people, because as entrepreneurs, you quite often think, 
you know, you're a bit intimidated perhaps or don't think, oh, maybe that's not good enough or worthy to actually tell people. Maybe the numbers are small. Maybe I'm embarrassed. No, it's awesome. As a founder of a company that's just starting out, celebrate those wins and put your best foot forward. In the afternoon in Brampton, we were excited to attend the Startup Canada Global Pitch Competition finale. All of the winners from each region took to the stage. Uh, it was hard. Uh, it was tough. I want to make sure that all of the runners up and everyone who pitched earlier today and throughout our tour know that you are all You have an idea, a business, and you came out with a picture. That is not easy. I can't do it. I can achieve that for sure. Uh, so I want to wish each of you the greatest success in your ideas and your business. Now, the third prize winner, here we go. Third place winner for the Startup Global Pitch Competition, Grand Finale, taking home 7500 in cash, is Aruna. Okay, our second place winner, uh, our runner up, coming in second place, taking home $15,000 is Cool. All right, graduates, are we ready? Woo! Woo! All right. Everyone, please help me in celebrating today's first place winner. It is my honor to announce that the 2023 Startup Global Pitch Competition Grand Finale winner, taking home $30,000 cash and a whole lot more in support, is Imagine Able Solutions. In third place, drum roll please, Rashmi Prakash of Aruna Revolution, who's reducing environmental footprints through the creation of compostable menstrual pads. In second place, Liza, founder of Chexi Company, a tenant-focused rental platform allowing users to use a credit card to earn rewards on their largest monthly expense, their rent. Liza took home $15,000 for her day's work. In first place, Leanne of Imaginable Solutions, a company revolutionizing assistive technologies for people with disabilities, starting with their guided hands device. It's late Thursday afternoon at Startup Canada Tour Brampton, and we, they've just announced the winners of the Startup Canada Global Pitch Competition. And the number one winning company for 2023 is Imaginable Solutions. And we're sitting here with the founder and CEO, Leanne Genovese. Leanne, congratulations. It's been a long journey, but uh, hey, it's worth it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm ecstatic to be recognized as the winner and to create awareness for disability innovation and accessibility issues that our company addresses for the community. My producer, Maddie, will tell you that I leaned over 
to her after your pitch and said, this one could win. And it's the first time, <laughs> and you were maybe sixth or something. <laughs> it was the first time I had said that. So so I, I, I think it was a terrific pitch and well-deserving. Tell us a little about Imaginable and the incredible problem that you're addressing. Yeah, so Imaginable Solutions creates assistive technology for people with disabilities. So our award-winning product is Guided Hands. It's an assistive device that enables people with limited hand mobility to write, paint, draw, and access technology. I actually initially created this for my friend with cerebral palsy uh, who loved painting but couldn't hold a paintbrush. And then I started testing with uh, the people in our community. And after hearing the words, Mom, I want one from a little girl, realized that I created something that could impact someone's life. And I started my company at 19. So tell me a little bit about the solution, because I, I guess you weren't allowed to bring props or something. Yeah. So, so it's a device that gives people back the use of their hands. I mean, this is amazing. Yeah, so it's a mechanical device that uses a sliding system to promote controlled and guided hand movements as the user holds a handpiece tailored to their level of hand impairment. So the handpiece, it holds onto the utensil for the individual so they don't have to finally grasp onto it. And because it uses a sliding system, the individual actually uses the gross motor skills in their shoulder rather than the fine motor skills in their hand. So we're focusing on promoting what muscles and motor movement they do have rather than what they don't have. And uh, our product's been used for that reason in rehabilitation settings, people with strokes, spinal cord injuries, um, muscular dystrophy, just helping those who don't have a lot of muscle movement. And when you were pitching on the stage this afternoon, one of the judges asked you about whether there were opportunities in other areas of uh, health, medicine, rehabilitation, and you seemed fairly vague about what you were looking at. Can we presume you have some plans for next products? Yeah, absolutely. So we currently have a team of engineers working on integrating stabilization into our technology to further reduce the effects of hand tremors for people with Parkinson's disease. So we're working on that right now. And again, people with disabilities, unfortunately, they experience a lot of different challenges in their lives. And we work very closely alongside them during our engineering design process. So, you know, we always ask them, what other challenges are you experiencing in your life? And I'm sure we'll be creating many more products to come. Final, final question for you. What advice would you give someone else who wanted to win next year's Global Pinch competition? What do you think helped you get it over the top? I think just having the passion to tell my story and um, just really focusing on what drives me. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, just to improve these people's quality of life. Unfortunately, the people that we're serving, a lot of them are nonverbal. A lot of them don't have a voice. So we have to be their voices. It's, it's up to us. So just channeling my passion to do good is, you know, money will follow, success will follow if you're passionate about something and you're, and you're doing it for the right reasons. So I would definitely encourage anyone to apply, find your passion, stay very close to it, and just give it a shot. I did like one thing that you did. At the very beginning of your pitch, you asked everyone to raise their hand and wiggle their fingers, I think. And then you reminded us that there's there's a lot of people who can't do that. And that was a way of bringing the audience right inside, right at the beginning. That was a pretty good trick. Thank you so much. I think, again, it's really important for us to realize that, you know, to not take our mobility, especially 
being able to write our name, being able to send a text for granted. A lot of people can't do that. And uh, again, that's why I'm here today to create awareness about accessibility, disability innovation and how important it is. And I, uh, I did that at the beginning of my pitch to remind people of how important it is and how thankful we should be every day that we have mobility to do the things that we love to do. Fabulous way to begin a storytelling lesson. Thank you so much, Leanne, and congratulations again to the whole team at Imaginable Solutions. Thank you so much again for having me. Looking back on the day in Brampton, I was so delighted by the positive energy there. Everyone who was there um, caught the spirit. They were all happily meeting with each other, talking to strangers, introducing themselves, and, uh, and exchanging business cards or doing that thing with their phones that I don't know how to do. Um, everyone got into the spirit of entrepreneurship, which is that it is a community, it's an ecosystem, and we all need each other, and we can all help each other. And that's the message from the tour, and we hope you were able to get out to, to see the tour in 2024 and beyond as, as we bring the spirit of entrepreneurship to Canadians from coast to coast to coast. Thank you all for your listenership in 2023. It is so great interviewing entrepreneurs all year round. It's a dream job. We hope you're uh, listening to the shows and enjoying them. And if you have any suggestions, uh, you know, please drop us a line. This podcast will return on Tuesday, January 4th for our first episode of 2024. Be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified about new episodes when they drop. Thanks again to you for listening and have a great holiday. For more entrepreneurial oomph, watch for the 2024 Startup Canada Tour coming your way in Winnipeg, Langley, BC, Moncton, New Brunswick, and Kitchener-Waterloo in Ontario. Check out our itinerary at startupcan.ca slash explore slash startup tour. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Startup Canada podcast. This show is produced by Lauren Hicks and Maddie Stiles, and it's made possible by the support of MasterCard and Scotiabank. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next week, I'm your host, Rick Spence. <laughs>